the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. This is uh, September the 6th, 2019. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley. Glad to have you aboard today, and uh, we have some um, have some updates for you coming up. Um, as you know, probably that uh, Hurricane Dorian finally made landfall, and we've got some um, important news coming out of the Outer Banks. A little surprising, uh, especially for one island, Ocracoke Island, there uh, just off of uh, Cape Hatteras. Um, they're in sort of a panic mode right now. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a few moments. But first, uh, before we get into uh, today's show, I want to remind you that uh, we'll be talking a little bit not only about Dorian, but um, the disaster that is now becoming so apparent in the Bahamas. We'll tell you what the Prime Minister had to say just a, a little while ago and uh, how we can be very mindful helpful and prayerful because it is quite a situation that they are undergoing down there but first let's uh welcome in our folks from our biz station am 1380 as well as uh, those of you listening on am 930 and 860 our answer stations and those of you that are with us on the faith talk stations but let's go ahead and get to the markets this afternoon today was the unemployment report for the last month and came in a little bit uh, less than expected, about 130,000-some-odd jobs, about 158,000 were expected. So a little bit lighter than what was um, what the experts were looking for. The unemployment rate stayed at about the 3.7%. There is some, well, there's some discussion going on that possibly some weakness could be coming up down the road. And that has um, got some of the markets a little bit perplexed this weekend. But um, the uh, Federal Chief of um, the Federal Reserve, uh, Powell, uh, made a statement that trade policy is weighing on investment decisions, you think? And, of course, the market got a boost yesterday because um, there was an announcement that they were going to be to uh, get to get, get back together in Washington next month across the table. Uh, the Chinese uh, and the uh, Americans, and see if uh, something can be worked out. The White House certainly is touting the latest numbers that uh, America is at work and working, and uh, that, uh, well, for right now, i got to tell you, that's a, a pretty um, a truthful expression. Um, as we look at uh, some of the uh, things that are also on tap, Google files for a patent for using artificial intelligence to track a baby's body and eye movements. That certainly uh, is interesting. And uh, last but not least, uh, President Trump has moved to put $3.6 billion in military funding toward the border wall 
And I got to tell you that there's been a big chunk that's been taken out of uh, uh, Tyndall Air Force Base uh, in the Panhandle, and uh, some folks are looking at that, uh, and that's going to be getting more scrutiny next week. But let's go ahead and look at the markets. Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 0.26%, closing at 26,797.46. That's up 69 and change. The S&P 500 was up 0.09% at 2978.71, up 2.71. NASDAQ, as you can well imagine, with the uncertainty going back and forth, the NASDAQ actually lost 0.17%. To close at 8103.07, and um, that was up 13.75 points. So that's your market update for the weekend as uh, we continue to uh, monitor economic affairs as well as, well, what's been grabbing the headlines, and that's been Hurricane Dorian. Well, right now, let's give you a little bit of an update about that because um, this storm has gone on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And so, uh, quite frankly, we're all pretty tired about it. And I say tired about it is uh, it has not been a piece of good news at all uh, in terms of uh, the overall damage, the hurt, and the loss of life. It uh, came in uh, in the Outer Banks, and uh, we've got a story to tell because it finally made landfall. Now, what's interesting about this is – as uh, Hurricane Dorian was coming up the coast, uh, we prayed for it to be uh, enough offshore where it wouldn't have an effect coming up. Well, it didn't do that. I'm just going to be honest with you. And uh, taking a look at the damage, it looks like most of Georgia uh, actually did pretty well. However, when you get into Charleston, South Carolina, uh, that's a different story because in Charleston, We had about 100 trees that were blown over by the high winds. They've had the storm surge that's come into downtown Charleston as it passed by, and they've got pretty significant uh, an outage there. And uh, 20 uh, tornadoes uh, have been recorded, I think, in the last 24 hours or so. So uh, Dorian was really spinning stuff uh, off of of, uh, the left side of the storm. And what was interesting is, if you are a student of um, these type of things, you know that usually the northeast quadrant is the quadrant where you you get the most heavy activity. And it looks like that uh, in this particular situation over the last 24, 48 hours, it was the northwest quadrant that was showing the most uh, – Uh, Powerful bands, uh, the most powerful thunderstorms, and that is evident because even though the eye didn't come on shore, uh, there was quite a bit of damage uh, from South Carolina uh, on up. Now, uh, as um, the um, hurricane entered into the area of North Carolina, you know you've got two things uh, to the south that stick out. One is Moorhead City, and then... For those of you who've uh, gone over to Cape Lookout, uh, which is um, part of the Outer Banks, that's at the southern end of that little skinny Outer Bank, uh, outer bank uh, line of uh, islands. Well, from there on up to Portsmouth, the island of Portsmouth, and then you've got Ocoke, 
and then you've got Hatteras, and uh, you've got the, the you got the the Sound on one side, uh, the Panaco Sound on one side, and you have the Atlantic Ocean on the other. Well, this afternoon uh, we have learned that, um, over the last few hours, I should say, Ocracoke Island is um, the next island to the south from Hatteras. However, they're unlike some of the other outer banks, and you've got the State Road 12 that comes down into Hatteras. You um, you can only get to Ocracoke by air or by boat, and they got hammered. There are reports of people having to climb into their attics. In about an hour's time, they got a six- to seven-foot storm surge that just overcame the island. High winds, all sorts of challenges, and the first responders are still waiting for the wind to die down just a little bit to be able to get in to try and do some uh, uh, search and rescue uh, operations there. But uh, that took a pretty big hit, and so we want to keep them in mind, uh, especially if you're in your home. The next thing you know, you've got the six to seven feet of water, and uh, I just saw some video of, uh, of the flooding, and uh, there was a roof that went by one of the homes uh, down the street, and so we know we've got some uh, serious damage there. Now, I want to tell you that uh, Hurricane Dorian quickly has uh, been exiting stage northeast. Right now, remember that storm that was going, well, 14 miles an hour, 13, down to 10, down to 5. Now it's down to 4. Now it's down to 1. Still at 1. Still at 1 stationary. Well, it's 2. The whole progression as we've got the daily updates. Well, might surprise you to know that at this moment, Hurricane Dorian is moving out. 20 miles an hour is how fast the storm is going now. So it's really being swept up into the northern Atlantic. And it's got some more landfalls in Nova Scotia and uh, places north. That uh, And it's still maybe a hurricane, a minor one at that. It's only a Category 1 right now with, I think, winds at about 95 miles an hour or so. Uh, but uh, the idea that it just raked the, the coastline all the way up from, let's just say, north Georgia up into the Outer Banks. And so uh, a lot of people are going to be out of power um, uh, east of I-95 in those areas. A lot of people had to evacuate. And so um, as we're not having to deal with that, nor what I'm going to talk about in a minute, what's happening in the Bahamas, um, we um, just have to just say thank you for being spared this time. <clears throat> we know we won't be spared forever. And this is a good time to remind you, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've done that this season so far. But, you know, you, you've got to be sober-minded about this. And I'm not talking about, you know, whether you're, you know, on alcohol or not or drugs. I'm just saying you've got to exercise a lot of wisdom. And remember this, if we ever had a Cat 5 hurricane, if we ever had a Dorian with 185 sustained winds, 225 wind gusts, if that storm came due east from the center of the Gulf of Mexico, If that storm and the eye of the storm would come in somewhere 
oh, a little bit south or so, depending on how big the eye wall is, somewhere around Clearwater or a little bit south, so that the counterclockwise winds in what is normally that most uh, powerful quadrant, which is the northeast quadrant, and it just matched up with all that power and fury pushing water up past the Skyway Bridge into Tampa Bay. And those of you who live in Osmar, you know that uh, even when you come out of the backside of uh, Osmar, you'll see those signs by the side of the road uh, about how high the water would be. And I'm talking about there. I'm talking about the folks uh, on the north side, on the Bradenton side uh, of the bay. And, of course, those of you straight on next to the power plant for Tico. So I just want to tell you that you look at the pictures in the Bahamas, and I honestly can tell you, but by the grace of God, there go us. And uh, one day it could happen. Um, might not happen in my lifetime. Of course, uh, a lot of things uh, play into that. But um, please understand how we really dodged a bullet. And in the days to come, I think there's going to be more discussion about sitting here in a way as sitting ducks in Florida. Having that storm charge right on in. The worst, biggest storm in history. And we're told it's going to basically come to a stop and take a 90-degree turn. And though we were prepared, I, I like to think that we trusted our hurricane forecast. And, uh, wow, those models have certainly come a long way. Not to say they might not make a mistake in the future. But uh, for right now, the cumulative effect, it was, uh, it was an awesome thing. So... What a week to remember. What a Labor Day to remember. And we're going to look forward. When I come back, uh, some sobering things that are happening in the Bahamas right now. They need your help. They need your prayers. That's next to Bill Bunkley Show. 877-943-9673. Join the conversation. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. 
connecting you with new customers. If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Reminding you once again that we are broadcasting all across Florida at this very moment and all across America. You can listen in and you can have your friends and colleagues listen in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Glad to have you uh, listening today. Well, the Bahamas, what can I say? It is... One of the most disastrous scenes one could imagine. And I'm going to repeat it again. If you were to take a black and white photograph and not have any surrounding water in the photograph, but a pretty good aerial shot, and you sort of compared that with some of the photographs that were taken after the bombs were dropped in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, you would be looking at the same footprint for property damage. Now, here's the reality. They've uh, recovered about 30 bodies in the Bahamas. In all likelihood, that's not even scratching the surface. There is going to be a staggering, staggering death toll. And what they've struggled with over the last day or two is if they go in and pull a lot of bodies out, they've had no place to put the bodies. So right now, two things are happening. The Prime Minister of the Bahamas, uh, in his press conference, notated that they there are a number of morticians who are making their way to the Bahamas. And along with the the funeral folks that are coming to the Bahamas, they are bringing in specialized uh, walk-in coolers. Because when the bodies are recovered, you, you know, even if you put them in a body bag, You've got an identification process that has to be accomplished. You've got, you know, today we're under a heat advisory once again here throughout Tampa Bay. So 
you obviously just can't, you know, leave the body bags out there in the open. At the same time, this is going to get grimmer and grimmer because as right now they're looking for survivors. That means they're actively looking for people in the rubble, in these locations that may have, by the grace of God, survived the storm. At some point in time, you will hear them make the announcement by way of a press conference that the efforts are now in the recovery stage. Now, in some of the disasters that we have uh, followed through the years, there have been uh, just a small handful of examples where they were in the recovery phase, did not expect to find anybody alive, and they do. They did. They, you know, find a person here, a person there, and these different tragedies. And I'm, and I'm not saying that won't happen here. But as you want to know how to think about what's going on to our friends in the Bahamas, their loved ones, friends that have perished, as they start really going through this rubble, this, this devastation is so complete, it's just piles of rubble. There are bodies in those rubble, in the piles of rubble. They have to go in and move the piles around to be able to give a thorough inspection of what's under that, and most of the time it's piles of wood, what's under the wood. There's a particular area called Mud City, as in mud, M-U-D-D. And um, it's called Mud City for a reason, because it's very low. And whenever you have a situation like this, you have a whole lot of mud effect. My stars, when I looked at that place uh, on the on the photographs, it is um, it's mind numbing. Uh, it really is. And so um, we, uh, I know that there was a, a cruise ship that brought in a tremendous amount of water. I think 10,000 containers of water, 10,000 meals, and it was either 30 or 300 generators, as well as uh, uh, um, um, diapers and uh, baby baby formula, that type of thing. And so that's um, where the response is coming in. Of course, we've got... A lot of efforts uh, right around the Bay Area here that are wanting to help. Please be very, very, very careful. And uh, other than charities like, um, you know, the Salvation Army, uh, Florida Baptist Disaster, uh, you start getting into names you're not familiar of, do your homework. And uh, quite frankly, uh, if you know somebody who knows someone and can vouch for a relief effort, that has the ability to collect materials, to box them up, to fly them over or whatever their plan is, and they've got a complete plan to get it there. I mean, on Abaco, I I don't know if it's Abaco or Grand Bahama, but there's only one little operating airstrip, and larger aircraft can't even get in. I mean, if we were going to... um, 
I think even the C-130s that the Coast Guard is using, they're on the neighboring Andros Island at that airport. That is their temporary staging area because uh, in C-130s, for those of you who uh, know airplanes and some of our military vets that are out there, you know, uh, those a lot of times are very uh, short runway uh, sort of um, of uh, utility aircraft designed to uh, get airborne without a long runway. Uh, we don't even have that asset for them, so we're gonna we're gonna continue to keep them in our thoughts and prayers. And uh, I think that in a few days, uh, the Dorian story will be talked about in the in the lens of the rearview mirror as far as America is concerned. And uh, America will be back on her feet in these um, areas that have been affected um, in not too long of a time. Going to be a whole different story for our friends in the Bahamas. And um, heartbroken isn't even close to describing that. Well, I want to remind you, coming up in the second hour, we're going to have a discussion about the New Orleans quarterback, Drew Brees. He's in a little bit of controversy because he's encouraging well, public school kids, to bring their Bibles to school in October. And uh, he did a public service announcement with a focus on the family, and he's getting blasted for that. We'll talk about that with Paul Batura of uh, Focus on the Family. And Dolly Parton has teamed up with For King and Country to do a music video. And uh, we'll be talking to our friends at Movie Guide in the second hour as well, Evie um, um, Bear Carroll. And uh, we'll find out uh, about that. And Justin Beaver also has a message for youngsters. 877-943-9673. Hey, give me a call. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Hundreds of people have gathered at a port and airport hoping to escape a Bahamian island devastated by Hurricane Dorian. International aid efforts are gaining momentum even as emergency crews still hunt for survivors in the missing. Five days after Dorian blasted the Bahamas. At least 30 people are confirmed dead. That figure is expected to rise significantly. Meanwhile, new hurricane warnings and watches have been issued for eastern Canada as Dorian crawls up the east coast. Hurricane conditions expected in eastern Nova Scotia on Saturday. British opposition parties refusing to support Prime Minister Boris Johnson's call for an election until he secures a delay to Britain's exit from the EU. Johnson insisting that Britain must leave the EU in 55 days and says an election is the only way to break the deadlock. Stocks finishing mixed. The Dow gained 69 points. The Nasdaq dropped 14. This is SRN News. So when people first hear about MediShare... They have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious. What is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention the typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. 
Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Waiting upon the Lord. Those who wait for me will not be put to shame. And sometimes when you and I are waiting upon the Lord, uh, people say, well, why don't you do this and why don't you do that? And you see, other people like to control our life, don't they? They like to give us advice, advice that they wouldn't even take themselves. But they like to give us advice. They like to tell us what to do. You know what God's most frequent advice to us is, wait, trust me, rely upon me, depend upon me, keep your focus upon me. What happens is when you and I learn to wait upon Him, every facet of our life seems to fall in place. And what happens is He's going to fulfill our faith. That is, when we trust in Him, we're not going to be ashamed. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune in to Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and His teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country guys like me support from friends and family makes such a big difference every day your actions could help save a life learn how you can help at veteranscrisisline.net hey we're back bill bunkley here Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Let's talk a little bit of pot right now. Let's bring it back home to Florida. Let's bring it back home to an issue that's probably going to be before the Florida legislature, and that's all about cannabis, all about marijuana, all about pot. Well, you know who's raking in the cash right now? Just think for a moment. It's the Florida pot doctors. That's right. Florida pot doctors. And they're making a cash killing. Now, if you remember, medical marijuana went through some hoops, and finally it was approved for smoking. But you got to have a script. And you got to go to a doctor to have a script. Now, I want to tell you that this is a very, very – we're talking about the people – People are making money on this deal hand over foot. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we've got a handful of pot docs. That's right. Pot docs is what I'm calling them, and you'll hear about that more on Monday. And the pot docs, these these, uh, unique breed of doctors, and I may or may not say that lightly, But anyway, they are free. And what they're free of, they are free of limitations. You know why? 
You know, a lot of doctors have to deal with managed care. A lot of doctors have to deal with insurance companies. Because these are either a doctor, whether they're a physician uh, or a surgeon or you name it. Oftentimes, uh, insurance companies will cut a deal with a hospital and with the doctors for a set rate to do a certain procedure and to to do the follow-up. It's called a medical insurance cap. And any of the doctors that you go to, and I've got a, a good friend who's a general practitioner. In fact, he's my doctor, my wife's doctor, and uh, was my mom's doctor for years, what, 20, 30 years, 30 years. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, they, they, especially a general practitioner, they really have to move the patients in and out and do a large volume each day because of the restrictions of what they're able to charge. Well, for the pot docs, it is... Man, they, they, they think they have crossed over into the uh, proverbial promised land. You know why? Because cash is king when you're writing pot scripts. And some of you are listening, and some of you have uh, acquired your medical marijuana, and I'm not attacking you, but you know that uh, you either had to break out the checkbook or the credit card, and um, you had to get a script. And, oh, by the way, the script is only for a few months and a few refills. So, you know, if you're going to be uh, self-medicating uh, or medicating on the on the medical marijuana, uh, these doctors uh, for now, and I'll explain what the for now means, these doctors for now are, um, you know, they're just sitting back and signing script after script after script. In fact, if you want to know the numbers from October 1st of last year to March 31st of this year, there has been a whopping 168,810 what they call patient certifications. What that means is there have been 168,810 prescriptions written for medical marijuana that have been registered and approved by the state. Got a little problem, Houston, or at least I do. Now think about the numbers. 168,000 plus. Of all the doctors in Florida, and there's thousands, guess what? Half of the prescriptions that are written have been written by a pool of the same 89 docs, 89 doctors. 89 doctors are responsible for, what, 80 or 90,000 scripts? About, about 80,000. Let's just call it 80, half of um, 82, 83,000. 89 doctors have written that many scripts in just a handful of months. You know, my friends, we used to have pill mills. But uh, pill mills have been eliminated in Florida. Florida now has, well, to replace the pill mills, we've got the pot docs. 
And these pot docs, these marijuana docs, they are writing scripts for medical marijuana at such a high rate, the numbers I just gave you, that there may be a public health issue that could arise in the future. Now, that's not me. You know that I have not been an advocate for uh, this. But this is from the panel of doctors. There was a panel of doctors that were appointed. They're part of the system here in the state of Florida. And these doctors, their appointment is to monitor and to report back to the legislature on the ordering patterns of fellow physicians. And they're concerned. They're concerned because they're supposed to be a full examination of a patient before you qualify them that they fall into one of the categories by by statute that can receive this. Case in point. If I were to walk into one of the marijuana doctor's offices, which sometimes is well, just, just strange that it's very close to where you actually buy your marijuana. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, you go in and I say, hey, I'm Bill Bunkley. Man, I got a serious headache. Had it for two days. I need to have some medical marijuana. Zip, zip, you're gone. Well, that's just to give you a quick, quick example um, that I just want to tell you that what's happening is people already know and are already directed, I believe, allegedly, by the shops that sell the marijuana. They're directing people, because they're probably going to ask, hey, how do I get a script? Well, right over here. So it wouldn't be surprising that you've got your doctor who's getting rich because of the cash. doesn't surprise me that uh, if he's close to a facility, even if they keep track of the referral, that he's uh, funneling some money back, not that it's illegal, but he's going to pay a finder's fee back to the uh, pot shop. And so you got this nice little cash cow going on here. But even doctors who were okay with medical marijuana and said they would serve on a board, they're the ones that are concerned, which makes me very concerned. Now let me tell you the reality. I'm going to be really, really curious to uh, to watch the Florida legislature this next session, which committee meetings start in a week or two, <clears throat> and session will start in January this year. We'll be going through the winter, got a little early. We can enjoy the, the springtime. And um, I'm really curious to see how the Florida legislature and how much effort they'll actually put into looking into this situation with Florida's cash-only pot docs. Because these doctors have to report back to the legislature. That's part of their uh, mission. Now, here's why I'm trying to educate you on what's happening in the Florida legislature. As you know, John Morgan and company and some other folks have, uh, have the signature process in full gear to garner enough signatures to put recreational marijuana on the ballot next November, not this November, but November 2020. They're wanting to put that on the ballot. They're out gathering signatures. Now, obviously, if 
recreational marijuana ever got adopted, all I've all that I've just told you is a moot point. So keep in mind the doctors are trying to make hay while they can make hay if they believe the pot docs that is. If they believe that Florida will legalize marijuana. Why? Because then you won't need a doctor. You won't need to have these quote-unquote medical shops. You're just going to have places to sell marijuana. Now, here's what I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of a tip that hasn't been written about a whole lot, and that's why you tune in here, and that's why. And by the way, we are revamping our website. It's going to be an absolutely wonderful tool. The uh, Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, we are totally revamping the website with a whole bunch of different uh, resources, including the bills that we're tracking. But um, we're going to give you an opportunity to really be more plugged in if you want to drill down. We'll we'll tell you the headline issues here and just kind of like when we talked to Movie Guide, hey, go to the Movie Guide uh, site to drill down. Uh, we're going to be having in-depth background material for you to be able to follow what's happening in Tallahassee, make a decision. But here's the play that's going to happen. We're going to start happening in a couple of weeks. The the people who are pushing recreational marijuana, because there is huge big bucks in this, they're going to have a team, a, a cadre of lobbyists that are going to start if they haven't started already, which they probably have in the home districts, but. When the legislature starts coming together in September and they go to session in January, you can better believe there are going to be bills filed to legalize marijuana by the legislative process and not the constitutional amendment signature process. And here's what they're going to be telling your representative in the House or your Florida State Senator. Hey, I want to come by your office because, you know, the latest polls say that 70, 75, 80% of Floridians are okay with recreational pot. You got to realize there's a lot of people in your district that would like to see recreational pot adopted. And we're going to run this bill. And you're going to have to decide, are you with us or are you against us? And uh, there'll be some swing districts. There'll be some other considerations. But uh, the Florida legislature and legislators, and I'm talking about Republicans as well as Democrats. Democrats will probably fold over for it easily. But uh, some of your Republicans, depending on the values that they have pre-stated, they're going to have to make a political decision. If I don't vote for for recreational marijuana during this session, What are, if any, the political ramifications? And so I fully expect some of those folks to fold. Now, whether they'll have enough votes to do it or not by legislative uh, uh, initiative, I don't know. But we're going to see that uh, poised, and then you're going to see the all-out effort for the signatures to move forward, and that will be putting pressure on the legislature, depending on how many they have come January, February. But um, tell you what, for now, Florida's pot doctors are raking it in. And they're raking in the money in huge amounts. So what do you think about that? Give me a call, 877-943-9673. 
quick break, and I'll be right back. student loans if you're behind if you're late or even if you're in default on your student loans we can help cut your payments by up to 50 75 or even 90 percent we provide student loan relief getting you relief from your student loans fast no matter how much you owe or how far behind you are on payments we can fix your student loan problems just call 800-643-0718 we've helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loans call 800-643-0718 that's 800-643-0718 again 800-643-0718 Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips tips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. This is Dan Tullis, and I just called Joel Clark, one of Select Quote Insurance Services Term Life Agents. Hi, Mr. Tullis. Joel, how does Select Quote save you money on term life insurance? Well, buying term life insurance is about choosing the right company. Let's say you take antidepressants or you smoke. All insurance companies are going to price that differently. Now, we'll impartially shop all the companies we represent to find you the best price. Can you give me an example? Sure. I just got a 40-year-old man on blood pressure medication, a $500,000 policy with a highly rated insurance company. His price? $21 a month. Thanks, Joel. See how affordable term life insurance can be for you. Call 1-800-711-7857. That's 1-800-711-7857. Or go to selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. 
and uh, in this case we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children ask an attorney with joe pippen saturday mornings at eight on faith talk 570 wtbn online at letstalkfaith.com Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, before we get back to a couple of thoughts on the uh, <laughs> the cash crop business of medical marijuana. Hey, I want to remind our pastors, if you're listening this afternoon, October 17th is the date, and uh, we want to uh, really do a good job of getting the word out that uh, we have some well, some limited space when we go to the Armature Works for the annual Pastors Appreciation Day compared to uh, some of our previous venues. And we don't want you to miss out. That's why it's important uh, for you, if you're not a pastor, if you've been listening the last couple of days, I've urged you to tell, contact your pastor this weekend, Sunday, and make sure that they're, A, aware of our day that we say thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, B, get them to go to letstalkfaith.com and register for the free event. Now, if you're a new pastor in the area, or even if you're a veteran, here's what this day is going to be all about. Free. Have you got that? Real easy. Free. Now, you got to cover your gas to get down there, but we're talking free. Now, we're going to start off at 930 in the morning, and we'll have a free continental breakfast. Then we've got some great breakout seminars for you to choose from. And each of those seminars, as uh, you're finishing up your continental breakfast and you have your coffee in hand, you're going to walk in and each seminar is going to be free. Then you're going to have a chance to leave the seminar and do a little bit of uh, networking and uh, visitation and fellowship with uh, other pastors kind of getting caught up. And then you're going to make your way back in to the main dining area to sit down. And you're going to find a resource bag, all full of resources. And that resource bag is free. And then after you've gone through your resource bag and you've taken out uh, the current issue of Faith Talk magazine and you've had a chance to get right at reading my article of, uh, of uh, prayer in cancer, uh, and then you're going to be ready to eat lunch after you read my article. And by the way, you get to read that article free with your free copy of our quarterly or our magazine at letstalkfaith.com. And then Philip DeCourcy is going to come, and he's going to be sharing a special message God has laid on his heart. That's free. And by the way, you're going to have a great meal and a great dessert at the Arbiture Works. did a great job. And that is free. All of that, so, $500. So, yeah. And so why would you not want to come to a free day where we're saying thank you, Pastor? We're going to be lifting you up. We're going to be edifying you. We want to encourage you. We want to help restore your batteries. So you don't want to miss out on that. And, by the way, your pastor doesn't want to miss out on that. And uh, I'll be there and looking forward to see you. And that uh, happens to be my birthday. So, those of you who have been writing through this last uh, year and a half or so or plus and uh, know how important uh, birthdays are to someone that uh, right now is a cancer survivor, leukemia su- survivor, 
It's going to be a great day for me, and I just want to share that uh, great day with a lot of you pastors. So go right now to our website. Don't delay. Get your name on the list today at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Don't delay. I don't want to have to have a conversation and say, Pastor, I'm sorry, but we're all filled up. You have Again, to pay 500 right? Is that what oh, the deal is? Oh, yeah. Well, no, i tell you what. Because our sponsors and our station so very much appreciate uh, these pastors that are there 24-7 on call, family emergencies, family fights, family illness, family deaths. I mean, kids. I mean, any time of the day and night, they're liable to get a phone call. And you know what? This is one day where they can sit with some of the colleagues that also know what's unique about being a pastor, and uh, they can maybe meet a few new, few new friends, catch up with some of their other friends, and uh, have a chance to just walk away and say, man, this was a great day to be at a gathering of God's people. So anyway, real quick on the um, marijuana front, um, unfortunately, we're seeing what has happened in all the other states. And I want to be clear, for those of you who have uh, the type of diseases, uh, certainly for the CDB uh, and what's doing for the what it's doing for the kids and and uh, I, I don't want to be dogmatic, but the point that I'm emphasizing is all of the people who are waiting and anticipating for recreational marijuana, who obviously will scam the system during this point in time. And obviously, when you have 89 doctors that wrote over 80 prescriptions uh, in, uh, uh, what, about five or six months, uh, something's broken. Because there's no way they're doing the type of adequate exams that are called for by the legislature. And I agree with the doctors. I think, and I know I'm going to probably get shot for this, but I think when medical marijuana, when marijuana recreation, recreational marijuana is approved, I think down the road, uh, because as potent as, a, as the THC is today, and I remember the old studies comparing them to um, cigarettes and lung cancer and those illnesses, I think uh, some folks are going to pay the price for, well, getting high. Well, we're going to take a time out right now. want to say thank you to our friends on the biz and on the answer stations who will be leaving us. We'll see you next week at 4. Unless you come on over to AM 570 with Central Florida or AM 910 in Plant City or uh, 102.1 in Lakeland or 100.3 in Hudson. And that's the Bill Monkley Show. I'll be right back. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. 
If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters. As a Hurricane Dorian races up the Atlantic coast towards Canada, attention is turning back to the Bahamas, where the storm at Category 5 strength strafed the islands, leaving many without homes. Abaco Island resident G. Rawl says he's waiting at the pier to evacuate to Nassau. So far, it's chaos here, and the place is uninhabitable. Nobody can live here, so we're trying to get out. And they only have limited um, ways of getting out here, and the government trying their best. But at the same time, I don't think they're doing a good enough job to evacuate the people because the place ain't livable for nobody. Dorian blasted the Bahamas with 185-mile-an-hour winds last weekend. At least 30 people are confirmed dead. Meanwhile, officials on North Carolina's Ocracoke Island are initiating efforts to evacuate residents there who need to leave. The island's accessible only by boat or air and has seen significant flooding due to Dorian. Santa Barbara County Sheriff Bill Brown says 18 victims have been identified and all but one victim recovered from the scene of last weekend's deadly dive boat fire. We will continue working tenaciously to recover all of the victims, to determine how they died, and to investigate the cause of this terrible fire and loss of life with the hope that future such tragedies can be prevented. Five crew members who were above deck survived Monday's fire by jumping overboard and say they tried to save the victims. The sheriff says there are multiple investigations into different aspects of the fire, but that it hasn't become a criminal probe. British opposition parties are refusing to support Prime Minister Boris Johnson's call for an election until he secures a delay to Britain's exit from the European Union. Johnson insists Britain must leave the EU in 55 days and says an election is the only way to break the deadlock. But opposition parties say they won't support a snap election when it's put to a vote in Parliament next week. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Hi, Dennis Prager here. I want to let you know about a new product available at the Prager Store. It's offering the audio version of the Rational Bible Genesis on CD, narrated by the extraordinary Tom Parks. He's been recording bestsellers for 30 years. I personally picked them, and you will love listening to him read Genesis. Listening or reading, I hope these are life-changing for you. In fact, I know they will be. Of that, I am absolutely certain. To buy the Rational Bible Genesis audiobook or the autographed hardcover, go to PragerStore.com. An American Airlines mechanic is accused of sabotaging an airliner in Miami. Authorities say Abdul Majid Marouf Ahmed Alani admitted that he tampered with a navigation system on the plane so that he could make overtime pay by fixing the plane. The pilot saw an error message and aborted the flight. The aircraft would have taken off from Miami for the Bahamas on July 17th. 
A criminal complaint affidavit says Alani told investigators he did not intend to hurt anybody. He just wanted the overtime money fixing the plane because union contract negotiations were stalled, and that was hurting him financially. I'm Rita Foley. Former Zimbabwean leader Robert Mugabe, who presided for decades with an iron fist in the country while economic turmoil and human rights violations eroded its early promise, has died in Singapore. He was 95 years of age. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The new American Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, is cautioning European allies to be wary of China's growing global influence. I saw firsthand how China's One Belt, One Road initiative is, main, is manifesting itself throughout the region. What are initially presented as reasonable investments by the PRC to build ports and facilities and other infrastructure end up coming with some significant strings attached. And he warns about increasing Chinese influence. The more dependent a country becomes on Chinese investment and trade, the more susceptible they are to coercion and retribution when they act outside of Beijing's wishes. Esper was making the case for the Trump administration's argument for doing more to counter what he called efforts by China and Russia to disrupt the international order. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says the Fed is not expecting a U.S. or global recession, but it is monitoring a number of uncertainties, including trade conflicts, and will, quote, act as appropriate to sustain the expansion. More on these stories at townhall.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon. Glad to have you with us aboard this afternoon. As uh, usual, we're going to have two great segments this afternoon. The first one will focus on the family. The second one is with Movie Guide. And coming up in just a moment, we'll talk with Paul Batura, who is the Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. He's been uh, the writer and assistant to, to both James Dobson and to Jim Daly, and a very, very vital person to the organization. He's going to be talking about the controversy that erupted a few days ago when the New England's quarterback, Drew Brees, well, he agreed to do a public service announcement promoting the Bring Your Bible to School Day in October. Well, he's been uh, absolutely just fried by the press, but he's hanging in there. We'll talk about that story. Plus, have you ever noticed some of what really goes on when you go to the Cracker Barrel? Well, Paul's got some thoughts about that as well from an editorial opinion piece he wrote for Fox News. 
Then we're going to head out to Movie Guide, and uh, Evie Bear Carroll is going to be with us. We're going to be talking uh, again about cautioning you about picking up the DVD of The Secret Life of Pets 2. I don't recommend it. Well, then we're going to talk about uh, Dolly Parton joined for King and Country uh, for a music video of God Only Knows. And we'll talk a little bit about Justin Bieber. All that and more in the Bill Monkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The fast food chain Chick-fil-A has been the subject of attacks ever since top management made one statement about marriage being between a man and a woman. That the company hires all sorts of people doesn't matter to the forced compliance crowd. Just a personal opinion is enough to get anyone tarred and feathered. The fact that the company is led by Christians and is closed on Sundays further angers the secular left. The latest comes from Kansas University, where a few faculty members have complained about Chick-fil-A food being served on campus. According to them, the chain violates safety and inclusion, fosters hate and exclusion, and is a bastion of bigotry, which is a lie. The restaurant serves everyone and hires anyone who is qualified. Meanwhile, 100 Ohio pastors have signed a petition inviting Chick-fil-A to open restaurants in their towns. The LGBT crowd once called for a boycott of the restaurant. This produced an overwhelming and profitable response from people who are tired of being labeled bigots for their beliefs. Our response to Kansas University? Eat more Chick-fil-A. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor. And in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, It just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know when it comes to healthcare costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Bible. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. 
Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. You are Welcome back. It's Friday afternoon, and that means it's time for our two important segments that we cover each and every week. First of which is focus on the family, and today we are honored to have back with us the Vice President of Communications for Focus, and that's Paul Batora. He is responsible for media and public relations, as well as internal communications and community relations to the ministry's Colorado Springs neighbors. Prior to this current role, Paul served as the top writer and advisor to both uh, Focus founder, Dr. James Dobson, and its current president, Jim Daly. He is the author of five books, including A Good Day, The Paul Harvey Story, and Mentored by the King, Arnold Palmer's Success Lessons for, Success Lessons for Golf, Business and Life. Paul and his wife, Julie, have three young sons, and Paul... Again, glad to have you back with us. Oh, it's always good to be with you, Bill. Thank you. Well, focus on the family is always in the middle of some controversy. So uh, the controversy of the week is uh, you've got uh, someone you're working with. His name is, I think, Drew Brees. And if uh, my resume is uh, coming up, uh, I think he's the quarterback for some team in New Orleans called the Saints. And just because he wants to encourage kids to bring their Bibles to school in about a month or so, well, he has been criticized, and you are always getting criticized there at Focus, so tell us what's behind this latest controversy. Yeah, you know, you're right, Bill, it does feel like it. Uh, I think all, as believers, we find ourselves in hot water now uh, more often than not, and this is certainly the case. You wouldn't think that talking about uh, a child uh, or promoting the idea of a child bringing their Bible to school would be all that controversial, uh, certainly, you know, reading it on their free time and, and uh, maybe during lunch or something like that. But um, uh, Drew Brees uh, very graciously agreed to record a, a short promo video for us. Uh, it was all of 22 seconds, and he simply shared a Bible verse and encouraged kids to participate in the October 3rd event. And uh, that had gone up online last Thursday, right before Labor Day weekend, and by the weekend, uh, uh, some uh, LGBT groups had taken issue with it and basically went after Drew for supporting the event and uh, calling us an anti-LGBT group and all of that. And uh, it just sort of escalated, and uh, he was finally forced to address it yesterday. So it's been a, a bit of a busy few days uh, here at the ministry. Well, um, how do you address it? Because I know that uh, I've seen a couple of news reports uh, on them and uh, on his particular comments. And, uh, of course, yesterday's a big day because it was the official kickoff of the 100th season of the NFL. Um, is he getting pushback? Is this going to be like uh, taking a knee? Where do you think this is headed? And, and what is what were his public thoughts? Yeah, I think he wants this to go away, honestly. I, I don't think he has a lot of interest in in uh, helping to feed the controversy. Um, I think he kind of reluctantly stepped in to say something. 
Um, I mean, we're grateful to him for recording the video, and he stands by um, the uh, statement regarding uh, bring your Bible, continued to repeat it. So in that regard, I thought it went really well. Um, you know, he's being fed all kinds of information, uh, false information from press and from critics who are trying to suggest that we are, um, you know, this hate group and this uh, organization that um, doesn't love uh, those who identify as gay, and that's just so far from the truth. And so it's frustrating, and I think that is probably a frustration many of your listeners feel even for those of us who hold to historical teachings of Christianity. Uh, somehow that's uh, translated in the culture as being anti, anti-gay. And just the reality is you can be, obviously, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, you can support uh, God's definition of marriage and still love those who disagree. And I think this is a, a conversation and a debate that's going to get, uh, it's not going away, let's put it that way, because I think, I think it's become more and more the charge that uh, we are against something rather than what we're for. And again, just to share with our listeners, because uh, we were a little preoccupied in our area here over Labor Day, and you might not be familiar with the controversy, but as I understand it, that uh, Drew Brees was urging students to, quote, live out, close quote, their faith. And he shared one of his favorite verses was Second Corinthians 5, 7, which uh, says, for we live by faith and not by sight. And uh, also talking about the fact that when you bring your Bible to school and you share God's love with friends, uh, you're not going to be the only one that are participating in that. And so we started off with that, and now now we get into where uh, it is this whole broad thing about the political correctness and, and the other issues that had really nothing to say uh, to what he said. No, it's exactly right, and that's unfortunately the way these things go, but I'm kind of— I kind of hold on to the fact that what the enemy intends for evil, God always uses for good. And we've seen a significant uptick in interest in Bring Your Bible the last uh, week. Um, We're ahead on registrations. Um, The website, bringyourbible.org, is seeing good traffic. So in that regard, I think think it's going to be all right. Um, But once again, I think it's just, it's it's sort of par for the course. Um, There is really no, no good thing that, uh, is not attacked these days, and certainly for those of us who ascribe to Orthodox Christianity, we are sort of a target, and um, we have to be aware of that, and we just have to keep our head up and keep praying and keep moving forward. Now, let me remind our audience again, uh, we're talking with Paul Batora, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. But I want to remind our audience that, number one, there are First Amendment rights, and uh, in this country— at least at this time, it is absolutely not illegal to bring your Bible to a public school. You can bring your Bible to a public school on your own time, your free time. You're free to pull the Bible out like any other book and to read the Bible. And as a student, if a student wants to lead prayer, if a student wants to lead a rally around the pole, If the student wants to encourage other students to bring their Bibles, especially from the student's influence, Paul Batora, all of that is absolutely legal, correct? It sure is. And uh, I think, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know that. I appreciate you bringing that up. And 
and uh, getting the word out. Uh, there's all kinds of opportunities for kids to share their faith uh, before classes, uh, after classes, during their free time. And, and it's really fun to see because this is a student-led, student-led movement. We're not, uh, you know, in the schools organizing. We simply um, have kind of planted the seed. We provide some uh, organizational support uh, with resources online. But it's, it's watching these young kids, often grade school kids, who kind of say, you know, I want to get my class involved. And so they print up their own flyers and, and uh, hold a Bible study during lunch or, again, during a free period. And uh, the testimonies that roll in are really encouraging because I know, you know, there's always a lot of negativity towards young people today, um, but we hear from the best of the, of the lot out there. Now, as what happens so many times, there's going to be a, a school district or there'll be uh, some administrator somewhere who has also been influenced by the same groups that have uh, uh, just just come on strong with Drew, Drew Brees. And then you'll always have a school district or two will say, nope, you can't bring your Bibles. But I understand uh, that we have uh, another ministry and a ministry that uh, they actually are on our program on a regular basis, Alliance Defending Freedom, understand that they've offered to um, have themselves contacted if there's any student having a difficulty with bringing their Bible to school. That's exactly right. We, uh, uh, we have a great history with Alliance Defending Freedom. Dr. Dobson and the early leaders of the ministry helped to start that group, and um, they are our legal champions. They'll, they'll represent you well. They'll reach out to the school very politely but very assuredly and um, help get um, uh, the law uh, in front of them. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it's, it's, you know, I have to say there's probably not antagonism uh, so much as ignorance. And uh, they have been brainwashed uh, by some of the talking points that they pick up on. And um, so if your student does encounter that, we get testimonials about this all the time and students very politely uh, bring forth, uh, you know, stuff from our website saying, no, no, this is legal. And a lot of the times, most of the time, the schools relent and uh, back off and apologize. And uh, when they don't, it kind of becomes a news story. And, again, we we don't necessarily look uh, down on that. We, we kind of like it in some way because it, again, gives us an opportunity to, to use the megaphone of the media to get the word out. And again, I want to remind you that if you would like to contact Paul Batora uh, about this or any other of the just varied uh, areas of help that Focus on the Family can provide, that's FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. And if you haven't ever um, gone to the website and taken a look around, I encourage you to do so. And especially if you're bringing up a family and uh, you've got some questions about uh, uh, the wisdom of, uh, of a particular decision and what the Bible has to say about it, com is a good resource for you to be able to plug in. Um, just one last question. Now, has Drew Brees, uh, is his um, PSA still going to run? Have they been pulled? What's the status of that? No, not been pulled. And he, again, during his uh, media scrum yesterday, reiterated his support and talked about the event so it's uh, it's full steam ahead. I I don't expect him to say much more about it, given given what happened. But at the same time, um, we have not pulled pulled that uh, promo video. All right. 
Well, we'll keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll certainly, uh, as right here in our listing area, and of course with the my show really dealing with these issues quite a bit, if we hear of any of that going on in this area, we'll, uh, we'll call our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom and let you guys know as well. Now, Paul Batora is also a contributor to uh, Fox News, and uh, not only on-air stuff, but particularly on the web page, and... Um, for some reason, he's gotten a real affection going with uh, a place that uh, is a breakfast place. Some of you may have heard of that small institution called Cracker Barrel. Well, uh, interesting piece, and I wanted to bring Paul in just in a few minutes that we have remaining. And so tell us a little bit about the origination of this latest uh, opinion piece. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, uh, Bill. I uh I do love Cracker Barrel, and we have one here in Colorado Springs. Uh, I grew up on, in New York, and I, I kind of miss the, the diner. Uh, the diner diners were all over where I grew up, and not so much out here, but we do have Cracker Barrel. And so, you know, I like to go there with our family and take our boys on their birthday and things like that. And I was shopping one day, um, had to get something for my wife at Whole Foods, and um, I was struck because I had just been in Cracker Barrel, and I was sort of struck by the contrast of the two places. And I, I thought, you know, I'm kind of a guy who lives by Cracker Barrel values, but it's sort of a Whole Foods world. That was sort of my idea and uh, what was kind of – I sat down and, and kind of wrote it out, and that was the origin of the idea. And so what is the difference? What is special about Cracker Barrel? Well, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it certainly is a contrasting place. Uh, you know, I see Whole Foods as this uh, high-end, uh, organic, uh, polished grocer. I see Cracker Barrel as some something of a uh, more slow, laid-back, you know, as I mentioned, you know, any place that has a fireplace and rocking chairs and checkerboards, uh, I think kind of yells at you to slow down, enjoy life, have, have a good time. You know, you've got the games on the table. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, the other thing I love about Cracker Barrel is I actually understand everything on the menu. Like I, I go to <laughs> I go to Whole Foods sometimes, and I have no idea of what the products are on the shelf, which probably is more about my ignorance than anything else. But that's just kind of the person I am and the kind of family I grew up in. And uh, I love the fact that you can get pancakes for dinner. So that's that's sort of my thing. I, I love I love kind of mixing it up. Uh, but I love the tradition that Cracker Barrel evokes. And I think that uh, I think the servers at the Cracker Barrel are pretty special folks. When you travel around the country, and uh, whether you go to Minnesota or you're in Iowa, or one of the one of my experiences, we spend a lot of time in Missoula, Montana, and out in the West, and so. Uh, there's a particular uh, Cracker Barrel there in Missoula. And you often also get sort of a feeling for the hot- the hometown folks, you know, different dialects in as far as the, as the language is concerned. And uh, you have different forms of sort of a cheerful hospitality. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. I think they're well-trained and they're, um, they're very relational. And the fact that you have... Uh, folks passing through, I think, adds a lot of interest to it because you're dealing with um, everyone has a story and everyone, uh, you know, if, if asked, will talk to you about it. Um, but I do. I think you kind of settle in there and I, I think you feel a little bit, I, I kind of feel a little bit like I'm back home 
and uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, it even brings back memories of family meals with my mom and dad who are now gone. Um, but it's the simplicity of the place. It's the camaraderie. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those, you, know, you have a store attached to it, which is just a total hodgepodge of, of everything, right? You can buy candy bars and, and uh, Afghans and, and uh, I Love Lucy DVDs, and <laughs> which is just kind of makes it fun. And, and uh, you know, we're always dealing with our kids wanting, wanting something, but um, that's not always a bad thing either. And, you know, I think about the fact that uh, for those of us that are getting a little bit up there in age, uh, there is sort of, uh, we miss it in the, in, in the modern culture. The last couple of days I've been talking about um, some of what Dr. Graham, Billy Graham was talking about uh, in one of his devotionals about we're, we're getting so tied up with all the gadgets and things that we have so many, so many, so many segments going on in our, in our life, we don't spend any time with the Lord. And that's why we're hearing our young people talk about how bored we are or how bored they are, I should say. And I think back to the fact that in the 60s and 70s and I was growing up, it was it was simply a much, a much simpler time, but it was also a time that where you had uh, valued relationships and you also had, you know, more than yes and no conversations with people you might meet at an appliance store at a restaurant. Uh, and I think that's also why the Cracker Barrel experience is one that uh, at least a lot of uh, more senior Americans really appreciate. Yeah, you're right. It does have that uh, old-timey feel um, where the servers will ask you questions and, and then hopefully you uh, as well. But just even just watching families uh, interact and have meals together, it um, it just encourages all the things I think that have been lost. And, you know, I'm not, this is not an advertisement for Cracker Barrel. I don't own stock or anything like that, but uh, they're actually coming up on their 50th anniversary, uh, the 19th of September. And, 50 uh, years. Now I wouldn't, I would have missed that question. I wouldn't have, I would have maybe gone 20 or 30 years, but 50 years. Yeah. It's, and what's interesting about it is actually started um, as a way to draw people to the guy who started it was a um, oil executive and had a gas station and wanted to kind of come up with something to get people to come to his gas station. So all the early Cracker Barrels had gas pumps out front, and they quickly realized that the, the restaurant and the store uh, was more profitable than trying to run a gas station. So the gas pumps went away, and the store remained. I think there's like 645 of them across 44 states, and they're heavily in the southeast uh, near you and, and up north a little bit. Um, but um, they're, uh, they're, it's a fun place, and it's just uh, was uh, I, I love the fact that I get to write about something like that every week, and that just seemed like the right time and the right topic. Mm. And that story reminds me of the colonel, as in Colonel Sanders, because uh, especially those of you that are listening, realize that he and uh, Walt Disney, these are, these are guys that, that kept churning and churning and churning with their entrepreneurial spirit within them. And uh, the colonel had a gas station, and uh, he was pumping gas as well, and then started frying up some chicken, and then he was trying to figure out how to pump that chicken out quicker. And uh, even there was a there was a murder involved because his competition was pulling up his signs or painting his signs or something. But another part of the Americana story, and that is starting from uh, starting from a gas station. 
Well, Paul Vittura, great conversation today. Not necessarily solving all the problems in the world. Of course, we did that in the first one. But uh, always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, hope that you have a, a great weekend. And we're going to be praying for you guys as well as Drew Brees. And uh, we know what the heart is about this. And we hope many people will be impacted by the kids bringing their Bibles to school. And thanks for being with us. Oh, thanks, Bill. I hope you guys can uh, breathe easy and have a relaxing weekend after a stressful week. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Take care. All right, coming up next, we're going to head out to Hollywood. And guess what? Dolly Parton singing for King and Country with King and Country. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Florida's U.S. Senators say Bahamian authorities need to make specific requests to the U.S. government-run aid agency before the U.S. Department of Defense can assist the Bahamas with Hurricane Dorian relief efforts. At a Friday news conference in Miami, U.S. Senator Rick Scott says he's spoken to Bahamian authorities and believes the request of the U.S. Agency for International Development may be sent soon. Scott and Senator Marco Rubio flew with the U.S. Coast Guard to the Bahamas on Friday, along with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, to look at the damage. Rubio says part of the holdup has been the slow assessment of what is needed. He says that the passing of the storm will free up some northern command assets. On Wall Street, they're up by 69 points, but the Nasdaq dropped 13, the S&P 500 up by 2, oil up 4 cents to $56.30 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. And then there were 10, that is, 10 Democrats who have qualified to participate in the next presidential primary debate on September the 12th. Although the field is narrowed, the candidate's drift toward far-left progressive policies continues, particularly when it comes to efforts to deal with climate change. Elizabeth Warren recently unveiled a plan that would spend $3 trillion on government subsidies to combat global warming. Bernie Sanders wants to spend $16 trillion over 15 years, ban fracking for natural gas, and end the import and export of various sources of energy. Kamala Harris has a $10 trillion proposal that would bring what she calls, quote, climate justice to areas impacted by flooding, heat waves, and shortages in water or food. Democrats are tripping over themselves to spend more and tax more, all in the name of environmental friendliness. But instead of dealing with climate change thoughtfully, they're putting forth irresponsible proposals that will damage our economy and ultimately hurt American families working hard to make ends meet. I'm Lon He Chen. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. 
Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. Fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interactions. It's important that we help our children set boundaries to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. It's Friday afternoon, and uh, of course, we're. Heading into the big uh, opening weekend for most of the games for both uh, college football and Sunday and Monday will be um, NFL football, notwithstanding last night's matchup between the Bears and the Packers. So as we always uh, sort of get you ready for the weekend, unfortunately, there's not any movies we can recommend that are coming out today. And they're just not the type of things that we want to spend our time talking about, nor do we really think that once you drill down and understand what the movies are all about, they're ones that you want to expose your family to. So with that, uh, we've got uh, Evie Bear Carroll with us, and uh, she's head of Movie Guide TV back with us this week. And going to talk about a a couple of interesting uh, articles that they have, and also uh, my understanding is The Secret Life of Pets 2 is coming out on the DVD, and we gave you some cautions on that. But uh, but with that, Evie, good to have you back with us. Thank you for having me. Well, Secret Life of Pets 2. I know that uh, my recollection tells me that the, the first one was, was kind of funny and well put together, but the second one sort of uh, kind of got into the margins with some of the things that uh, – might be uh, questionable to people who have uh, a, a very concise uh, uh, Christian world value as sort of uh, their guidance in their life. So tell us a little bit about this and the fact that it's a DVD time. Yeah, so 
Um, like you were saying, we can't really talk about the movie coming out this weekend because it's a horror movie, It Chapter 2, and we gave it negative four. So we wouldn't recommend that even to our worst enemies to see it. Um, this, so that's why I say, you know, go to the DVDs because there might be a great DVD that you can sit down with your family. And this week we have The Secret Life of Pets 2, like you were saying. The first one was very cute, um, and we gave that one an award, actually. The second one, is it does have some moral elements to it. It does have some Christian elements to it, but there are a couple of things that we should be cautious of. And, um, you know, if listeners can go to our review at movieguide.org, they'll see the entire review before you show it to your family on the content section on what exactly is in there. But um, just in general, what happens is the main dog uh, is just a little dog, and he's from the inner, you know, he's from the city. He's from the big city, uh, New York City, and he is taken with his big dog brother, who's, you know, not really the brother, but um, <laughs> and who's a huge dog named Duke, and they're taken to the farm. And so the two of them have to learn how to deal with a farm. So it's some cute, um, you know, cute little plot lines in there. It follows all the same characters as the first one. Um, and this one, um, you know, we said there were some good themes in there of sacrifice, um, caring for others. And um, this one is a little bit, you know, we gave it actually not as high as quality as the first one. We gave it the three-star because – um, they kind of followed so many of the characters that you're having different plot lines at the same time, which gets a little bit much. But um, overall, if you know, listen to, listeners are really interested in showing their kids or their families, or if you're interested, go to our you know our main website and type it in to see kind of exactly what's in there. And again, that's at movieguide.org, movieguide.org. I remind you, as I always do each week, that the movie guide is a 501c3. Uh, charitable organization and uh, their purpose their scope is to be not only to uh, give us great guidance from a christian worldview of uh, not only movies but different forms of entertainment that uh, are coming out but uh, also they are really doing a lot of outreach work to all of the elements and the people that are involved with making movies both in hollywood and around the world really as dr bear travels to uh, give seminars not only on uh, the elements of a good motion picture, but also uh, always sharing statistics about how well family-friendly movies do. So if you'd like to support that, that's a movieguide.org, movieguide.org. And in addition to having that on your uh, home or office PC as a favorite, you want to also, if you have an Android phone, you need to download the app from the Android uh, store, and you got the iPhone app as well. And uh, that way, when you're trying to make a decision, at the movies, and this happened to the Bunkleys just, uh, just uh, I think it was uh, Labor Day weekend, as we tried to uh, get in to see Overcomers, and uh, the small the screen was sold out, and uh, Mrs. Bunkley had heard about another movie, and uh, I remembered that that wasn't a real great idea, but uh, able to verify what was in the secondary movie, which I won't besmirch by mentioning it, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, it was uh, very, very helpful uh, to be at the mall and have uh, our app in hand and be able to make sure that we didn't go in and make a inappropriate decision. So, again, that's movieguide.org, and you can download the various uh, apps. Well, uh, Dolly Parton, 
Now, this is something that sort of came as a surprise. We happen to be in the Bunkley family. We are pretty big fans of uh, For King and Country. Had a chance to go see their uh, Christmas extravaganza at uh, uh, the local venue when they were in town. And I know that they're getting ready to uh, launch the, 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 the holiday uh, version of uh, Burn the Ships, but uh, they ended up uh, doing a collaboration with Dolly Parton, and uh, Tess Ferran has an article about that. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, how, how this came together in your article. And, you know, probably your listeners know all about King and Country because they're a Christian band, so it's awesome that she's pairing up with them because um, now we're Christian radio talking about our, our worlds are really colliding here, so that's fun. Um, and so she wanted to be a part of their song, and so it's so cool that you know. Hope hopefully they're getting um, a good word into her, and you know, being a great influence on her. Uh, you know, she grew up in the faith, so um, and she sung a lot of you know Christian stuff in her work and stuff. But you know, all these people need prayer and discipleship, and um, so this song is. Uh, called God Only Knows, and it just released, and so our audience has been very interested in it, and so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it, and um, it's just blown up, so, you know, uh, listeners can go take a look at the music video and kind of see what's going on, but it's awesome that they're talking about God, and Dolly Parton, as we all know, is a huge influence, like she's a household name, everybody knows her, so this is cool that she's, um, you know, working with them and talking uh, you know, doing a Christian song about God. How do they, do you have, I'm not really familiar, sure, and it's probably an unfair question. Do you know how they actually got together or how they, um, did she, did she, was she an admirer of their work? I mean, what is it that brought them together, I wonder? They seem to say that they, um, they had linked up with her somehow after seeing a movie she had done. Um, the movie was called Dumpling on Netflix, and um, I actually reviewed the movie, and, you know, I would say there's, like, definitely cautionary, a lot of cautionary elements to that movie. So it's kind of surprising that they linked up in that fashion. But um, so they had this idea, like, it, you know, must have triggered something in their brain, like, oh, let's try to work with her. You know, who wouldn't want to work with Dolly Parton, though? Right, you know? right, right. I mean, Dolly Parton is... You know, like I was saying, a household name. But anyways, and actually, um, if you remember, King and Country had a movie um, in 2016. I was able to interview him for it, and it was, uh, you know, listeners can also kind of look up this movie and maybe rent it on DVD or, you know, see if it's on any of the streaming. It's called Priceless, and that was about the human trafficking. So that was a pretty cool story that they were really passionate about and wanted to get out there about human trafficking trafficking and, you know, the worth of human life and the worth of, um, you know, women really in this situation. And I think it was dealing really with like the sex trafficking thing. And so that's a huge deal. And I'm glad that they worked on that in terms of doing a movie for people to see. So um, maybe one for teens, not for younger people, obviously, because that's a heavy, heavy theme. Um, But um, so 
anyways, back to this Dolly Parton thing. They wanted to link up with her because everybody wants to link up with Dolly Parton, and somehow it came together. And she just said that she loved the song. It was one of the best songs she's ever heard. She really wanted to do it. So that's, you know, that's a nice thing to hear that someone wants to someone so huge like Dolly Parton would want to do such a biblical Christian song. Well, as I said, she certainly has her following. They have their following. That following may not have intersected uh, in great numbers uh, before this collaboration. And so uh, with, uh, I think, the fact that uh, all the honor and the glory is going to go to uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if more people are uh, just attracted because of uh, this coming together, well, uh, if it's good for the kingdom, pardon the pun, uh, it's good for uh, all of us. And so... uh, we look forward for, uh, to that, and uh, and again, King and Country is just uh, what a marvelous group of uh, of uh, individuals uh, hailing from Australia, um, sort of what I call the real deal Christians that uh, you you don't mind um, having your 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 children and your family exposed to because they they are just uh, simply real uh, accountable. Well, uh, Evie Bear Carroll is with me this afternoon, host of Movie Guide TV, which you can see at movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org, as we're talking uh, this afternoon. And reminding you, if you're just joining us, there there is not a single movie that is coming out or one that uh, we haven't talked about that we could uh, refer to you this afternoon. So we're talking about some other uh, subjects in and around uh, the movie entertainment uh, and uh, the, the concert uh sort of venues from a Christian worldview. Now, uh, I saw this, uh, and I want to talk about Justin Bieber, uh, because um, apparently, and Justin's born again, but uh, he's gone through some some valleys. He's gone through some uh, emotional challenges. Don't know for sure. I don't know much about to know if depression is part of that. But uh, he's come out on the other side, and he has... uh, He's been re-energized to um, reach out to uh, the teenagers and to really take a stand, but also to to encourage them that I believe if they go through these tough times, that uh, God is there as well, and uh, just just the whole idea that God's not going to let you down. So, Evie, tell us a little bit about uh, this particular news item. Yeah, so I wanted to talk to you guys about this because the, you know, uh, Justin Bieber's following is 18, 118 million on on Instagram. So he's hugely influential in the teen audience in the, um, you know, probably early 20s or whatever. Um, and so it's cool that he's taking a stand and saying that his faith is a huge thing. It was really the, you know, in this thing that he wrote on Instagram. With his 118 million followers, he wrote, you know, that Jesus loves you, that he had such a, you know, he had a huge rise to fame. Remember, he was just a young kid when he got super popular, and um, everybody was just loving on him, and the fans fans were just a huge amount of fans. And um, and then he went through some tribulations because he was drinking and doing all this crazy kind of activity, and um, and now he's become a Christian, and he has he's now married, and his wife has 20 million followers on Instagram too. But they're a great example, and I love it because um, you know they're they're really a good influence on teenagers. Um, 
And so I love their message, and they've done it. You know, he's, he posts about it quite often, and we even have another video of him singing in his worship, um, you know, singing in his worship band and leading the worship at his church. So he's very, um, you know, born again, and I love that. Um, obviously, like I, you know, said before, people need discipleship and prayer, and um, they need good guidance around them. Um, you know, these are huge you know, they have a huge reach. They, they're very, you know, around a lot of interesting stuff in Hollywood. And so we still need to pray for them. We actually have a section of our site that's about praying for people in Hollywood, people in the entertainment industry, um, because, you know, he says he's a Christian and I'm very happy about that, but like to continue to pray for him, continue to pray that he has good influences in his life and around him. But I just love that he's a great, you know, he's putting it out there for the teenagers to see in a world where we have a lot of other really crazy messages coming out our, yep. um, you know, our teens and our younger, the younger, you know, audiences that, that are trying to figure out, you know, where they find purpose and stuff. It's great that these influential people are really telling them, like, Jesus is the way. Mm. And temptation certainly is uh, something that's lurking on everyone's doorstep, but uh, what happens when you happen to have a platform or you're a high-profile person, and uh, uh, especially today when so many young people make mistakes about what they post on Instagram or Twitter or whatever their social media platform of choice is, and then they uh, get out and take some photographs, and maybe they're uh, sort of outside the bounds of what they know they should be doing and uh, then it becomes a much larger problem than for the most of us but I want you to comment on one thing you know I, I could just hear your dad uh, if uh, on this topic because uh, your dad so often and I know this is what he shares as part of what he's sharing the, the gospel to not only uh, folks inside the, the Hollywood uh, production scene and outside but he's always talking about redemption he's always talking about uh, and especially with uh, a lot of the folks that that uh, you are ministering to within this industry, you know they they've had a many of them had a little party or a big party background and maybe have done things they're not uh, uh, real comfortable with may have may have uh, performed some roles in movies that they wish wish a few million people hadn't seen, but your dad's always talking about redemption and redemption values. Talk about that as we sort of wrap things up this afternoon because uh, I know that's that's something that's very close to your dad and something I've, I've always been impressed with with uh, the Movie Guide Ministry. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's cool because my dad, his background, um, he's always telling people his testimony and he's opening up to them. And he opens up to these Hollywood people and he tells them the whole you know, gospel story, and he tells him his testimony, and he he did have that background because he grew up in the entertainment industry. His parents were on Broadway and in movies, and so he grew up around that. He was partying until he was 27, and someone gave him, you know, doing all this kind of crazy stuff, and someone gave him a Bible and just said, oh, well, tell me what's wrong with it, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tell me what's wrong with the Bible. This is your challenge. You know, this was a Christian, uh, you know, an older Christian woman, and so he's like, okay, well, because he was always arguing with people. And so he finally read the Bible, and he was totally transformed. He had that redemption, and he, um, from there he went to seminary, and it was just like, 
complete 180. Um, and so it's cool because I've seen him in meetings with these Hollywood executives, people who are literally making decisions on what content is on the biggest screens. And he'll tell them his testimony. And because he was in Hollywood, he's not just, you know, an outsider. He grew up in Hollywood. They really um, take it to heart about what happened in him. And they, you know, take his advice to heart. And so, um, you know, I've seen him be able to lead a lot of people to Christ and just him be the, kind of their pastor, you know, in an interesting mm. way and help them through that. And so um, I think it's a great story. And, um, you know, he, he's kind of led this um, faith in our whole family. And, you know, now I, I obviously have faith personally. And, and but I'm excited that, um, you know, we're helping other people in the entertainment industry who are so influential in, you know, the kind of content that's the worldview that's being put out there, you know. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of our story. Well, I, I erred, uh, something I should never do, and that is I'm talking about Dr. Ted Bear, the fa- the founder of uh, Movie Guide uh, with his daughter, uh, Evie Bear Carroll. And we didn't mention that uh, when I talked about your father, I was talking about Dr. Bear, and so I just wanted to uh, mention that. Well, we're out of time for this Friday afternoon, but as always, Evie, we thank you so much for being with us and uh, give my regards to everybody there uh, in the office and uh, look forward to the next time that we get a chance to get together. Thanks so much. God bless you. Take care. Good weekend. All right, that'll wrap things up for the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon. It's been quite a week, hasn't it? It's been quite a weekend with Labor Day, and so... Uh, as uh, we heard earlier today from Paul Batora, I want to wish you a more relaxed weekend and a more relaxed uh, sort of taking it easy. Hey, some of those Labor Day sales that were on, those uh, those are still up and around, so check that out if you were looking for that. Hey, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's ministry on Living Truth, he'll be talking about putting your money where your mouth is. That's part one of a two-part series. That'll be part of uh, his message this afternoon. Got to come on just in a few moments after we go off the air. Well, from all of us here at uh, Salem Media in Tampa, hey, good to be with you for another week. Hope you have a great weekend. Till Monday at 4, God bless and good weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.